Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Here we go again. We're in another review. We're in review section five. So these review sections are cool because they're kind of an opportunity to catch up. It is completely normal and natural to have slacked on the last, you know, 20, 30, 40 lessons. For real, this stuff, um, it, it can become, it's these, these multi-page lessons in particular, these like three, four, five-page lessons, some of them, um, two, three, four-page lessons, more like I believe there's one that was actually five, though. Um, they can be a little daunting. There's just so much to ingest and digest, and it can be very easy to just say, you know what the heck with it. Um, I'm going to, as I, as I'm joking, not joking around, uh, regarding it's easy to, you know, put the course away for the next seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve 12 years. That would not be uncommon at all. And I've had multiple people tell me that this podcast has helped them to, to stay engaged with the course. So even if you're, even if you are merely listening to the lesson, listening to me read the lesson, and you have the podcast subscribed to and it's downloading and you're taking time at the beginning of your day to listen to it, that in and of itself is a degree of willingness that will um, make a difference in the long run for for sure. So I'm just going to go ahead and read this um, review section here and then let's look at... Yeah, and then I'll just do Lesson 171, which is really short. So the next handful of episodes will be very short, uh, shorter than normal. So I'm going to read this as thoroughly as I can or as thoroughly as possible. Review 5, Introduction. We now review again. This time, we are ready to give more effort and more time to what we undertake. We recognize we are preparing for another phase of understanding. We would take this step completely that we may go on again more certain, more sincere, more faith upheld and surely. Our footsteps have not been unwavering and doubts have made us walk uncertainly and slowly on the road this course sets forth. But now we hasten on for we approach a greater certainty, a firmer purpose and a surer goal. So this is an italicized section. So this is like a prayer in, in and of itself. Steady our feet, our Father. Let our doubts be quiet and our holy minds be still and speak to us. We have no words to give to you. We will but listen to your word and make it ours. Lead our practicing as does a father lead a little child along a way he does not understand. Yet does he follow, sure that he is safe because his father leads the way for him. So do we bring our practicing to you. And if we stumble, you will raise us up. If we forget the way, we count upon your sure remembering. We wander off, but you will not forget to call us back. Quicken our first footsteps now, that we may walk more certainly and quickly unto you. And we accept the word you offer us to unify our practicing as we review the thoughts that you have given us. This is the thought which should precede the thoughts that we review. Each one but clarifies some aspect of this thought or helps it be more meaningful, more personal and true, and more descriptive of the holy self we share and now prepare to know again.
This is an italicized section. God is but love, and therefore, so am I. So you're going to be saying this before each of the review lessons. God is but love, and therefore, so am I. This self alone knows love. This self alone is perfectly consistent in its thoughts, knows its creator, understands itself, it's perfect, is perfect in its knowledge and its love, and never changes from its constant state of union that its father with its father and itself. And it is this that waits to meet us at the journey's ending. Every step we take brings us a little nearer. This review will shorten time immeasurably if we keep in mind that this remains our goal as we practice it is this to which we are approaching. Let us raise our hearts from dust to life as we remember this is promised us and that this course was sent to open up the path of light to us and teach us step by step how to return to the eternal self we thought we lost. I take the journey with you. That would be Jesus speaking to you right here. For I share your doubts and fears a little while that you may come to me who recognize the road by which all fears and doubts are overcome. We walk together. I must understand uncertainty and pain, although I know they have no meaning. Yet a savior savior must remain with those he teaches, seeing what they see, but still retaining in his mind the way that lead him out and now will lead you out with him. God's son is crucified until you walk along the road with me. So basically what Jesus is saying here is, I, I understand this stuff. I, I, under, I must understand uncertainty and pain, although I know they have no meaning. So he's human, right? So he, he has to understand um, this uncertainty and pain. Um, even though he knows that uncertainty and pain are meaningless, he, he must understand them because he walks with you. So he says, yet a savior must remain with those he teaches, seeing what they see, but still reta- retaining in his mind the way that led him out and now will lead you out with him. So in other words, JC is like, yeah, I get it. I know exactly what, even though I've transcended all of this crap, <laughs> I know what it's like. Even though I have created the, or I have achieved the, the kingdom of heaven within my consciousness, Perhaps it's a very literal place. Um, I'm inclined to believe that it is. Actually, David Hawkins says um, that, yeah, heaven is very, very literal, as is hell. And I could assure you, I've, I've been to fairly Dantean dimensions in consciousness, and I can assure you that hell is, in fact, particularly real. Um, but what Jesus is saying is, though, even is saying here is that even though he has, he has, reached the kingdom of heaven, he understands what it's like to walk through the muck on earth, through the world of the ego. My resurrection comes again each time I lead a brother safely to the place at which the journey ends and is forgot. I am renewed each time a brother learns there is a way from misery and pain. I am reborn each time a brother's mind turns to the light in him and looks for me. I have forgotten no one. Help me now to lead you back to where the journey was begun to make another choice with me. Release me as you practice once again the thoughts I brought to you from him who sees your bitter need and knows the answer God has given him. Together we review these thoughts. Together we devote our time and effort to them. And together we will teach, we will teach them to our brothers. God would, have, God would not have heaven 
incomplete. It waits for you as I do. I am incomplete without your part in me. And as I made whole, we, and as I am made whole, we go together to our ancient home, prepared for us before time was and kept unchanged by time, immaculate and safe, as it will be at last when time is done. Let this review be then your gift to me, for this alone I need, that you will hear the words I speak and give them to the world. You are my voice, my eyes, my feet, my hands through which I save the world. The self from which I call to you is but your own. To him we go together. Take your brother's hand, for this is not a way we walk alone. In him I walk with you and you with me. Our father wills his son be one with him. What lives but must not then, what lives but must not then be one with you. Let this review become a time in which we share a new experience for you, yet one as old as time and older still. Hallowed your name, your glory undefiled forever, and your wholeness now complete as God established it. You are his son, completing his extension in your own. We practice but an ancient truth we knew before illusion seemed to claim the world. And we remind the world that it is free of all illusion every time we say, God is but love, and therefore so am I. With this, we, with this we start each day of our review. With this we start and end each period of practice time. And with this thought we sleep to waken once again with these same words upon our lips to greet another day. No thought that we review, but we surround with it and use the thoughts to hold it up before our minds to keep it clear in our remembrance throughout the day. And thus, when we have finished this review, we will have recognized the words we speak are true. Yet are the words but aids and to be used, except at the beginning and the end of practice periods, but to recall the mind as needed to its purpose. We place faith in the experience that comes from practice, not the means we use. We wait for the experience and recognize that it is only here conviction lies. We use the words and try and try again to go beyond them to their meaning, which is far beyond their sound. The sound grows dim and disappears as we approach the source of meaning. It is here that we find rest. So really, um, right here, we place faith in the experience that comes from practice, not the means we use. So um, we place faith in what happens when we apply the course principles. Right. So, um, uh, again, more, more on recovery, recovery comes about as the result of the actions that the people in recovery take and their faith comes as the result of the experience they get as the result of taking said actions. So, uh, recovery is not a, it's not an intellectual thing. It's not a cerebral thing. It's not something that just happens in your head. It's not something that it, it happens in the actions you take. So I heard it said recently, it's not the meetings you make, it's the steps you take. And that is very much true. People recover as the result of taking very powerful and very contrary action, right? So you place the faith in the experience that comes from practice, not the means we use. So we're not placing uh, faith in the 
the course, the, the words on the pages of the Course in Miracles. We're placing faith in the experience we get from applying the words to our experience of reality, right? So uh, that happens when uh, somebody pisses you off. You know, I had someone, someone uh, who just took me on as a coach. I had them write a letter acknowledging Donald Trump. And that is where Course in Miracles comes to life, right there in the realization that this person is just another lost soul. And when we're forgiving someone like Donald Trump, um, we, we're not doing it in a flippant way. We're not, or not, we're not doing it in a, like a self-righteous way and like a haughty way. We're not doing it in such a way where we are, you know, where, where this person needs to feel ever so lucky that we have decided as one of the spiritually righteous people on this planet currently that we have granted Donald Trump our forgiveness. We're not, it's not like that at all. It's like we are relating to him as no different in any way, shape, or form from who we are. There is the Christ within him that our relationship to is fostered when we forgive. I was just reading a book by Pema Chodron. Uh, she is a, many of you, if, if you don't know, she's, a, she's like a famous Buddhist monk, and uh, Buddhist monk and author, and she was, um, I was reading her, uh, I think it's her most recent book, it's called Welcoming the Unwelcome, and she talks about how, what Buddhists believe, what the Buddha taught was that each of us is fundamentally good. We're all good at our core. That's the difference between Christianity and Buddhism. Christianity says, we're, you're all sinners. You're all sinners. And because you're a sinner, you need a savior. So you better grab onto this Jesus guy or you're going to go to hell. And what Buddhism says is, well, you're actually fundamentally good. You've just got some gobbledygook in the way to realizing that fundamental goodness. And the way that we realize our fundamental goodness is by uh, uh, connecting to the suffering of others and, to, and, and ceasing to run away from, from suffering. And so Course in Miracles is kind of in the middle. It says um, we're sinless, but it's, it's utilizing... Um, Christian, like Christian language, right? But it's, it's also conversely saying that there's, there is no sin. So it's that quantum forgiveness. So thanks for listening. So lesson 171 is what you're going to say before the lesson is God is but love and therefore so am I. And then you're going to repeat lesson 151 to yourself. All things are echoes for the voice for God. And then God is but love, and therefore so am I. The power of decision is my own, which is lesson 152. And then you say again, God is but love, and therefore so am I. So that's, that's kind of the takeaway. Um, you just want to be reminding yourself as often as you can throughout the day, God is love, and therefore so am I. God is love, and therefore so am I. God is love, and therefore, so am I. So, again, just do your best. It's looking like I might have messed up the... Did I mess up the music on yesterday's episode? 
Sorry if that was the case. Sometimes it's just a lot of stuff to keep track of in GarageBand. I struggle with ADD. So anyway, I will, uh, I'll do my best to have the music play at the appropriate time or the appropriate music play or the appropriate sound play when I'm done talking here momentarily. Thank you all again for listening. Appreciate every single one of you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.